Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again for another episode of Boxing News Today here on Talk and Fight. And we've got quite a bit of news to go through as we head into a big weekend, especially if you're living in the Nottingham area uh, in England, where Lee Wood is going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Michael Conlon. That's certainly shaping up to be a great fight by all accounts. Uh, we even have some uh, quotes here from Eddie Hearn, Matchroom Sport Chairman. And he said about this height, as I've said before, almost 10 years since Carl Froat historic victory in Nottingham Arena. We've been looking to bring a mega fight back to this city for some time. 10,000 person sellout on Saturday and the atmosphere is going to be incredible. Three to 4,000 Irish also in attendance for what will be a tremendous matchup. And with just under 10,000 people in sold out arena, we'll see a great fight with an incredible atmosphere, huge support from the city of Nottingham and a huge number of Irish fans coming to see if Michael Conlon can become a world champion. Uh, Lee Wood himself responded, I'm buzzing to be here. It's been a long, hard road to get here. Back in 2014, that was a terrible night. I knew the reasons behind it, and I went away and corrected it. Same with both of the defeats I've suffered. I went away, changed my team, and improved as a fighter. I've stayed disciplined, lived a life, and that's why I'm bringing this big night back to Nottingham. I couldn't be happier and said, uh, uh, and actually he, he continues because he went on to comment about the Carl Froak. This is a fairy tale. <laughs> this is fairy tale shit, honestly. Of all the arenas for Carl, uh, I was at in the seat screen. I'm now headlining in the same arena. This isn't the peak or where I stop. I'm going to further than this. The ground, the city, the city ground fight that you've tangled in front of me for so long, you, Eddie, said, after this fight is happening, so I'll hold you to that. But eyes on Saturday night first. I'm coming to get the job done. I look good doing it. Fair enough. Michael Conlon, to his credit, said, I'm ready to go. My confidence comes from preparation. My preparation has been fantastic. I'm very confident, very relaxed. Uh, we're here in Nottingham. It's time to go. There's not much more to say other than I really can't wait for Saturday night. I know what kind of performance is coming on Saturday night. This is going to be the most relaxed and calm I've ever been in a fight week. I don't feel any pressure. I'm here in the opponent's back garden. And I've got to rip the belt off him. Everyone's here to see him. I've got fans coming in though in the thousands already, so it's nothing new. I'm just here to get. I'm just here to do a job. I hope Lee has the fantastic had a fantastic training camp. I hope he's uh, the best Lee Wood that has ever been because I believe I will be. It'll it'll make it all sweeter when I beat him. I'm just expecting a fantastic performance by myself. Right on. That's going to be a terrific uh, tilt. All right, let's move on to uh, Pro Bellum's new signing, Jazza Dickens, who says uh, you know, that he's put the, the World Featherweight Champions on alert uh, after plotting his return to the title contention. The 30-year-old from Liverpool is two-time world title challenger and could target a shot at rival uh, Lee Wood, the WBA regular champion this year in his latest bid for glory. Dickens is backing Wood uh, in the tilt I just mentioned, whom he defeated in 2020 to keep hold of his belt after this weekend's clash with Michael Conlon. Uh, he will then uh, look to strengthen his own claim for a title belt with victory on Pro Bellum show in Liverpool on April 22nd. He said it'll be a close fight, but I'm picking Lee Wood to defend his world title because of the experience he has over Conlon. Dickens, who's 30 and four with 11 knockouts, returns to action in April, as I said, for the first time since being retired at the end of the 11th round of last summer's bloody world title fight with Kid Galahad. The former British super bantamweight champion says with Pro Bellum's backing, 
He'll be back in real contention by the end of the year with Wood and other champions firmly in his sights. Good for him. All right. Speaking of Scotland, Aberdeen's lads, uh, Dean Sutherland, is someone who's creating a lot of noise in the game with some very impressive performances. Currently, 12-0 with four knockouts. The 23-year-old has looked absolutely mustered in his last two fights, claiming two belts, WBO Youth and WBC International Silver Welterweight titles, with stoppages over Mexico's Jose Antonio Delgado Valquez, who's 10-2 with two knockouts, and Italy's Michelle Esposito, who's 18-5 and one with six knockouts. Um, so he's going toe-to-toe -to -toe against, uh, I believe, Corey McCulloch at the Aberdeen Beach Ballroom, uh, also uh, this Saturday night, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and the rest of the bill is made up of uh, more emerging Scottish talent, getting a chance to shine on the Fight Zone platform, including Calvin McCord, uh, the 25-year-old picked up the Scottish lightweight title in just a sixth fight and an up-and-down exciting encounter with uh, Marek Leskowski in 2019 that saw both men in the canvas before McCord finally got on top with an eight-round stoppage. Also appearing on the show are Dingwall's Ben Bartlett, who's 3-0, our brothers Corey McCulloch, as I said, 4-1-1, Ryan Gall from Dundee is 3-1, as well as Irishman Edward Donovan from Limerick, who's 2-0. Getting him in for the British title, currently held by Nottingham's Aku Asuman, would be good, but we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll keep building up his rankings with the WBC, and the plan is to ultimately get him in line to become a world champion. Any title he picks up will get in, the, or in addition to that ultimate goal. I'm sure Dean is going to look very impressive on the show, and he's really terrific talent for Fight Zone viewers to follow on uh, his journey to the top. It's going to be great to have Calvin McCord back in the action after a frustrating time with injuries. He's 9-0, and another Scottish fighter is going to go on and achieve big things. It's also great for Fight Zone to be showcasing his talent. I wonder if that was uh, Kainak who said that. Not really sure who that quote is attributed to. Anyway, for more information, you can go to boxing247.com and find out. All righty, let's move on. Uh, as I said, speaking of Scotland, there's an additional fight going on this weekend in Wishaw. Uh, former two-time WBO featherweight world champion Scott Harrison, who's 28-3-2 with 16 knockouts, returns to the championship trail this Saturday when he faces Ghana's Razak Nedi, who's 22-6 with 16 knockouts for the vacant professional council, boxing council PBC lightweight Commonwealth title at Rivals in Wishaw, Scotland, which will be globe, uh, globally broadcast on FITE, F-I-T-E. Main support for the mouth-watering Harrison versus Nete title clash sees two of UK's most exciting young domestic prospects, Denny's Kevin Trainer, who's 5-0 with three knockouts, and Basildon's Lewis Mulberry, who's 4-1 with one knockout, competing for the championship honours for the first time when they go toe-to-toe -to -toe for the Professional Boxing Council, by the way, British title on Saturday. Paisley's Craig Kelly's 11-15-1 with two knockouts is looking to get back to winning ways on his first outing in 22 when he faces tough Ghanaian Teophilius Ofai Dudu, who's 9-2-0 oh, uh, with nine knockouts. <laughs> All nine of his wins have come by knockout in a non-championship six-rounder. So we're seeing more and more uh, Ghanians, more and more Africans. And it was interesting if you watched the uh, episode yesterday, uh, 
we, we, we promoted a lot of the African fighters uh, due to ESPN launching ESPN Africa. And, uh, and so you'll see a lot more, I believe, uh, Ghanaians, Tanzanians, South Africans, Nigerians, making their way up to face uh, European challengers. Anyway, Aberdeen's sensational young heavyweight prospect, Liam Allen, who's 3-0 and with three knockouts, faces a late replacement opponent in Adam Harrison in a four-round contest. And local lad Craig Bullock is set to make his professional debut on Saturday when he faces Belfast's Ryan Kilpatrick in a four-round heavyweight contest. Aberdeen's Samar Carroll, who's 1-1, one one, versus India's Jatdeep Singh, who's 0-1, in a four-round super lightweight contest. Coat Bridge's Stuart Maxwell versus Belfast's Marty Kays in a four-round welterweight contest. And Newcastle's Jack Johnson, who's 1-4, versus India's debuting Sutip Singh in a four-rounder. Uh, the Scott Harrison versus Razak Nete for the vacant Professional Boxing Council lightweight Commonwealth championship headlines. The Lee McAllister promoted Let Battle Commence 6. So that's this coming Saturday, March 12th at Rivals in Winshaw, Scotland. Let's move along. Down into England, taking place at York Hall on March 11th, the night before. Uh, this will feature Chris Bork going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Mark Leach. They've both weighed in as have Frank Arnold and his uh, opponent, Paul Holt. Uh, we see that Chris Bork, who's 10-0, uh, puts his undefeated record on the line when he takes on Mark Leach, who's 17-1-1. As I said, for the vacant British Super Bantamweight title to be held at York Hall, that's March 11th, live on BT Sport. The card also features, as I said, Super Featherweight Frank Arnold, 8-0-1, Olympic youth gold medalist, Carol Batuma, 5-0, in light heavyweight action, unbeaten Irish super lightweight Willie uh, Hayden, who's 2-0, and super welterweight Josh Franken, who's 4-0. Super featherweight Jamie Chamberlain, who's 3-0, has his first fight under the Queensbury banner, while Jake Henty, who's 1-0, super welterweight, and Alois Jr., 0-1, cruiserweight, both having their second professional fights. Cruiserweight Arnold Obadai will make his professional debut, and it's great to see on this card all those zeros that those fighters are putting up their zeros and uh, that will make for a great card. As I said, that'll take place at York Hall on March 11th. Across the pond, we see that uh, the weights uh, for Friday night's Kings Promotion 8 bout card uh, taking place at Wind Creek Event Center have taken place. Uh, this will be featuring Ryan Adams going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Camille Wheeler. Uh, both uh, Ryan Adams weighed in at 165, wow, and uh, Wheeler weighed in at 167. As I say, this will take place at the Wind Creek Event Center in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Uh, first bell, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, also on that fight, Kenny Robles going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Neil Nelson. Jonathan Rodriguez uh, going against Jose Flores Chavez. James Bernadine going against Kevin Azmat. Julian Gonzalez against Carlos Padilla. Liana Cruz, Aniela Lopez, Quadir Albright going against Antonio Watel and Tahanjay Teasley going against Daniel Giles. Great action down in Pennsylvania. Fantastic stuff. All right, let's move along. And we're going over a state or two to New York, where we see, oh, this is an interesting story. Uh, this is uh, a Ukrainian fighter, Ole Duvin. All right. So he's set to fight uh, Gram uh, Olyan at the Paramount Theater in Huntington, New York, on the 18th of March. The story goes, courtesy of our friends over at uh, Boxing 247, long before he was NABA champion and number six world-rated WBA super bantamweight, Ole Duvan 
He was 13-0 and 0 with five knockouts. He was just a kid growing up in Western Ukraine uh, with a population of only about 20,000, uh, his city, Stebnik. Um, Duven enjoyed a peaceful upbringing in a small town uh, alongside his mom, dad, and older brother. The small town son uh, soon became fascinated with the sport of boxing, a journey that has now led him to Long Island, New York, for this upcoming title defense on March 18th on Star Boxing's renowned Rock and Fight series at the Paramount. While in elementary school, Duvan became friends with fellow student who had begun to fight amateur bouts. Uh, says Duvan, he would get he would get a lot of attention from other students who were interested in him because he was boxing. I wanted that attention too. He said while laughing. So at the age of ten, uh, Duvan made true his promise and began boxing. Nearly thirteen years later, Duvan's schoolyard attention ploy transformed into his livelihood amassing approximately 250 amateur bouts while traveling throughout much of Europe and Asia to compete. From the Ukraine to Kazakhstan, the Philippines to China, Duvan was able to see the world as an amateur boxer, while on its face it seemed glorious for a small town, Ukrainian kid to travel the globe doing what he loved, like most in boxing. His journey did not come without major sacrifice. He adds, I was in the middle of competing as an amateur in the World Series of Boxing in 2016 when my grandmother passed away a few days before my fight. Not only was I depressed leading into the fight, but I'd broken my thumb during the fight. But I dug deep and I still won, said uh, Duvon, reminiscing on one of his toughest moments as a boxer. In 2017, alongside fellow Ukraine native and future star boxing stablemate Lubmir Pinchov, who's 14-2 and two, and won, uh, with eight knockouts, Duvon uh, took a leap of faith and left the Ukraine for greener pastures in the United States, hoping to turn pro with world title aspirations. Finding his way to Pittsburgh, Duvon teamed up with Mike McSorley of Congreb Boxing Club to try and make that dream a reality. Fast forward to today, and Duvon is well on his way. Duvon holds an undefeated record of 13 with five knockouts and is the current NABA Super Bantamweight champion and is rated number six in the world by the WBA. Duvon is focused on the ultimate prize. I'm going to beat Murad John Abmedilyev in 2022 and become the WBA champion of the world. Nearing his ultimate goal of becoming a world champion, what advice would Duvon tell his younger 10-year-old Ukrainian self? Work hard and believe in yourself at all times. Always focus and follow your dreams. By the way, originally Duvon was set to defend his NABA title against fellow undefeated super bandweight Michael uh, Da Silva, who's 13-0, but the fight was moved due to visa issues. Stepping up for the challenge will now be Belgian bruiser Garam Aloyan. 7-2-1 with sick knockouts as Devon seeks to remain undefeated in his NABA title defense that will be taking place next Friday, March 18th at Rock and Fights 41. Woo, elsewhere, down in Africa. Speaking of Africa, Twaha Kasim faces Alex Kabunga for the WBO belt on March 26th in Tanzania. Wow, these guys look tough. Woo. Tanzanite Hale is his hometown, Mangoro, Tanzania. This is uh, where the former WBO All-Africa Super Welterweight Champion, Twaha Kasim, a.k.a. Twaha Kadutu, is, it is fair to say, as tough as they come. In a professional career spanning almost nine years, he has compiled an 18-8-1 with eight knockouts ledger with his losses, only one of them by stoppage coming against opponents with a combined 94-1 record. Wow. 
on March 26th at Tanzanite Hall in his hometown, as I said, of Morogoro, Tanzania, he will take on South Africa-based Congolese Alex Kabungu. Kabangu. Sorry. Five, three, and three with two knockouts for the vacant UBO All-Africa Super Middleweight title. 30-year-old Kasim started out as a lightweight and won national honors at that weight in only his fourth outing. In December 2016, he lost a WBF All-Africa welterweight title fight to current WBO, no, sorry, that's UBO champion, Edid Pilari, the only time he has lost to a fellow African. The following year, he ventured up to super middleweight and drew with former UBO and future WBO and WBF titleist Abdella Paziwapazi. Paziwapazi, yep. Star starting what would emerge as a heated Tanzanian rivalry. Going back down in weight, he won the UBO All-Africa Super Welterweight crown in September 2018, decisioning Zambian Sharif Kazongo. In 2020, he was back at super middleweight, but now with much improved physique as he scored a unanimous decision victory over Paziwapazi in a highly anticipated rematch. Almost exactly a year later, and in his most recent outing, Kazim won a third fight with Pazi Wapazi. Oh, crap. That's a whoa. All righty. Leaving no doubt that he is the better man with the wide unanimous decision. He has gained in the nave of six kilos since he last strapped a UBO, UBO belt around his waist, but not due to lack of tra training. In fact, Kazim has transformed his body into a strong super middleweight, and he plans to let that show against Kabungu on March 26th. Very good stuff. Uh, and that's been promoted by Peak Time Media out of Africa and broadcast live on Azam TV. You learn something new every day. Alrighty, across the pond in Deadwood, USA. I've reported on this before. We'll revisit the story. Undefeated middleweight prospect, Adriel Holmes, who's 11-0 with five knockouts. We'll put his zero on the line. Uh, and once beaten Vernon Brown, 13-1-1, uh, uh, both made weight Thursday, a day ahead of their 10-round main event on Showbox, the new generation tomorrow night. So that'll take place tonight uh, at uh, 9.35 p.m. Eastern Time uh, from Deadwood Mountain Grand Hotel in Deadwood, South Dakota. The co-feature pits undefeated prospect Luis Acosta, who's 12-0, and the power-punching Edwin Dolos Santos, who's 13-1 with 12 knockouts in an eight-round lightweight bout. Plus, 2021 National Golden Gloves champ Giovanni Marquez, the son of former world champion and showbox commentator Raul Marquez, makes his professional debut against Dominican Nelson Morales, who's 2-0 in a four-round welterweight bout that opens the three-fight telecast. As I said before, it's great to see these guys putting their zeros on the line. Makes uh, box boxing exciting. Uh, for a final piece of the day, let's uh, go back to Pro Bellum and... Uh, they have announced a landmark broadcast deal with Discovery Sports. Um, Probellum has today announced a multi-fight agreement with Discovery Sports. The partnership starts with back-to-back -back events on March 18th and 19th with Discovery Sports set to broadcast the two Probellum Evolution shows through Eurosport's linear channels, Discovery Plus and Eurosport app to millions of homes across 62 markets and territories in Europe and the Indian subcontinent. Since launching in September 2021, Probellum has now signed almost 50 fighters from across the world, including current and former world champs, past Olympians, and emerging talents. 
um, Richard Schaefer, president of ProBelm, said, agreeing a multi-fight deal with a broadcasting powerhouse such as Discovery is a truly momentous day for our company so, our, so early in our journey. Discovery's truly global audience is a perfect platform for us to help continue with our core mission to open up boxing to new audiences by bringing together the best fighters for fans around the world. Together, I know we're going to bring about real change to the way that live boxing is presented. I have no doubt that it will be a perfect broadcast partner uh, as we aim to transform how fans can experience boxing. Uh, Trojan Payo, VP uh, Sports Rights Acquisitions and Syndication of Discovery Sports, said, Discovery has a strong heritage taking sport to wider audiences and in helping grow competitions and events using our full scale of channels and digital platforms. With the global reach that Discovery enjoys, this new partnership with ProBellum is a perfect opportunity to showcase some of the best athletes in the world to millions of passionate sports fans in Europe and the Indian subcontinent. Fantastic stuff. Uh, viewer, viewers, uh, by the way, will be able to watch uh, the talented up, uh, upcoming fight featuring Pat McCormack and his twin brother Luke and uh, and twin brothers Luke and Peter McGrail, who will uh, who all represent Team GB in Japan. Um, oh, and there's a doubleheader. Oh, this is what I'm talking. The doubleheader in Dubai. Um, Pro Bell's impressive roster of fighters that moves to Newcastle uh, March 25th, where hometown favorite Louis Ritson takes on the John Kranim of Montenegro, with world title hopes on the line for both men. The Discovery cameras will follow ProBell up to Liverpool on April 22nd for a world bantamweight title clash between local hero Paul Butler and champion John Riel Casimero of the Philippines before the action moved to a major show in London in May. Wow, that is pretty good news. That brings boxing to, to a whole new level and to a much wider audience and uh, hopefully brings a lot of new fans to this great sport. Right, sports fans, thanks very much for joining me today on uh, Talk and Fight. I hope you like what we had to share with you. Remember to tune in at 4 p.m. Eastern time when I join Mike Orr at four for Knuckle Up and then uh, the Friday night panel with Tim Witherspoon at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Remember to like, share, subscribe our channel and hit that notification bell.